It's been a great racing season, a great first season racing with Jesse Rosensky. So we're ending it with a year in review for motorsports from NHRA, AMSOIL, American Flat Truck, all the way to NASCAR F1 in there. Walter's joining me again. Promise we're not going to try to go long, but we probably were because he's, you know, probably got to because he has a lot to say. We'll get to it all here in a few seconds because this is Racing with Jesse Rosinski and it starts right now. Well, that's a great way to start everything. Well, got the 2022 season review, I guess, really year in review for all the racing that there was because pretty much everything's done right now, at least all, you know, the big major ones. Dirt guys are still running all over the place, but that's not as uh, open to the whole entire world for them to be able to see it. So, you know, the major stuff is all done. As you guys heard the headset move, Walter is here for those listening. And there's a lot of series to try to, you know, give their due time. Yeah, they get, you know, a few minutes. I think all of them more than earned it. Yeah. But we got to cover what? Everything from Amsoil, British touring car stuff, all the way down to NASCAR and F1. A whole lot of stuff here, there, and everywhere. So stick around share this one out <laughs> hopefully everyone had a good thanksgiving hopefully no one burned yeah. their house down while trying to fry a turkey by the way if it's frozen don't do it that causes calamity but yeah a lot of stuff to talk about here and off the season properly can't believe we've done 80 that's how long 84 episodes that's how long the year was everyone racing 84 that would be what 42 weeks yeah because we do two a week so that's a lot of damn weeks worth of stuff to be doing all of this fun stuff so without further ado let's get it going no i must just i mean start off on the quick one for uh nhra i'm just going to congratulate Brittany force on getting her second top field championship can't believe it's only her second but she now has the track record everywhere in top field dragsters literally everywhere is her uh and it was i mean she didn't look she wasn't the greatest you know for the middle part there but she finished it off with a bang and made up you know the points that she had too so congratulations to her Her dad's still out there kicking ass at 800 years old i don't think he's ever i think he's you know he's never gonna he, retire yeah he just you know i'll be I'll be aged to like, I'll be financially, see chair, I'll be financially capable of retiring and he'll still be racing because he has just, he just can't turn it off, which you have to respect. But congratulations to her. That was a good one. She earned it. Again, if you guys didn't watch it, there's a few races there where she looks sketchy, but pulled it out, got it when it mattered. And that's the important thing right there. And now before we get down, you know, through, my stuff, I know he has, you know, USAC, Silver Crown, all that stuff that no one ever gets to see so he can give them the respect that they deserve because those guys are out there busting their ass multiple times a week sometimes. So all over the place traveling. So they deserve, you know, a lot of love. So the floor will be his for a few minutes before we get into everything that most people can at least, you know, have an attempt to see. All righty. So going at the beginning of my list here for AMA Supermoto, 
we had number one taking the series championship was Lucas Holbacker. Um, second was Dustin Hoffman. Third was Gage McAllister. Dustin Hoffman? Yeah, it's not that Dustin Hoffman. So we got a good, good association, act. though. We got a good race car driver and a good actor. I'll take that. I mean, hell, if you're going to share a name with someone, could be a lot right. worse. Could be way worse. I will say, I love, I love the GNCC racing. I think that this goes with this series and about five other series. What it was, roughly when we were graduating high school time frame, that era will probably that era in the early '90s will probably be the two highest eras I ever see come out of those two those particular sports. And I'm not, and I'm not degrading anyone writing today i'm just saying i don't feel like it is what it used to be and well and i granted it goes with all racing obviously because things change over the years it goes with just about about everything and everything the spirit model changed changed to a degree that's because the business model changed yeah i mean um anyway that changed once the business model changed and all that i mean everything was kind of forced to change then by that yeah so it's definitely i get what you're don't worry, we can watch that in any racing, any sport, really. Like things are, uh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. There's there's certain series, you know, that are I I feel are too new to really have that cultural yeah. change yet. But there's a bunch of them I mean, that are too young. You got, yeah. Too young. But bad anyway, TV sorry. deals. You know. Carrying on. We don't want to take 19 years doing this. Hold everybody's life up. Why not? We can. Yeah. We could be like last time. It could be like Wednesday. Oh man. 53 minutes no, in. No, let's not have that conversation. 53 minutes in. Gone. Like, that's cool. Assholes. You tell me. Anyways, um, so GNCC racing for the pro ATV class. Yeah, Bryson McNe- Bryson Neal took first place with 325 points. Um he technically tied with Walker Fowler, but I can't remember the exact parameters around what was like the tiebreaker factor but brian neal took it bryson neal took it um walker fowler took second at 325 and then third was hunter hart at 235 points they all rode yamahas so kudos to yamaha i think you're the the new kawasaki for sure good year for him it pretty much started after lo stewart went to race for them anyways I feel like that's just my personal opinion. Don't get me wrong; they had other drivers. They had a. Uh, you know, you have a hard on for him. It's okay. Reed. Who dares? Um. Carry but on. anyways. Uh, college class ATV. James Glu- James Glada took first. Lane McCormick took second, <laughs> and third was Keaton Henderson. All three again on Yamahas. And then the junior class. First place was Jeremy Ladon, Alex Elof, and third was Seth Wilson. All on Yamaha's. Where the hell is where the hell is that name the whole time? Seth Wilson. I feel like Top Helmick now. The fuck ever happened to Smith? <laughs> nice to meet you too. Uh, yeah, I get it. I mean, yeah, yeah I'm just saying. I mean, it makes sense though. Like if you think about it. All right, anyways, 
It makes a lot Moving of sense. On. It's just that's why I love reading through these things because you're going, does that even say? Uh so moving on to British Touring Car Championships, we had first place was Tom, Tom Ingram with 394 points. Second was Ashley Sutton with 382 points. Third was Jake Hill with 381 points. Fourth was Colin Turkington with 348 points. And fifth was Rory Butcher. Butcher. By the way, it's going to throw up there. With 318 points. Because out of all this stuff on here, I rewrote it so it was better. Because Well, let's just say didn't work out last night uh if you guys don't get to like if you haven't seen it i don't know how he has it apple tv whatever he has i know through hulu and we all know how whatever i feel we all know how i feel well i don't know apple tv i think i mean direct yeah, I apple tv oh, direct tv I don't, yeah my point exactly but you go through hulu if you have hulu and live tv and you can record stuff go into there's one for auto racing yeah, at the beginning when you're searching through sports, and then there's one with motorsports, and you just go and you know click through them all because the British touring car stuff is in there under one of the categories, but it's really good racing. Most I mean, of the time, you can record the whole category, and it yeah, just records same. everything does, that falls yeah, in that. It does everything. Uh, there's some dumb stuff, so you know, but it really is good racing. I mean, every time they record it, you get to see the two races because they run two races every weekend: one on Saturday, one on Sunday, and they actually are really like you know cool i mean that's good racing and again they don't get money for winning or anything i mean that's like there's no purse after they're done so it's real real racing that's just but they're going after a damn yeah. trophy because there's nothing else there except for their sponsors but you know if you don't get a chance watch it because it's good and it does record every single one of them if you go into auto racing and motorsports like he said you won't miss it and it's really good stuff, just like the uh, E-Pre. Very rarely will you miss something if you do it that yeah. way. Just like the Extreme E electric series that runs all over God's creation. Watch out. Those guys got some – might be they electric. bang and Yeah. You might say some horrible things about them. Yeah. But those guys – those guys shake, rattle, and roll. And you got to make sure you pay attention to that. But I just wanted to, you know, throw that out there because I didn't know if he had the E-Pre. Uh, so – um, I got more. Oh, I know you got a list. Oh. Anyway, so we go from there. I want to touch on this before I forget to do it because I will forget if I don't do it now. I know this is auto racing. This is going to move into horse racing, but it's still racing. And I just have to give kudos out to Rich Strike, and I can't remember his owner's name. But not only do I want to give you kudos for winning the Derby, but I also want to give him – I also want to give him kudos for winning his case – Improving himself innocent. Stick that one up your pipe and smoke it, you conspiracy theorist. Hey, don't forget, most of the time we are. I know, I know. I know. But, but yeah, that was. Oh, I forgot their new name is liberals. That has to go with. Uh, that has to go without saying. Uh, that was a hell of a finish at the Derby. Like that was. He went from like. Way back there to. Somebody hit the nitrous button on that dude. Now it looked like it looked like senior coming like in the old Talladega races, like coming to the white flag. Where is he? Seventeenth. And suddenly there we are going down the back stretch, going. Where the hell did he come from? When just bobbing and weaving through the whole damn world, going okay, but you can't do that anymore at Talladega or anymore because I don't know what because they had to go and ruin that too. But everyone that's watched NASCAR back in the day has seen Dale Junior, you know Dale Senior or Junior really at one point in his career yeah, both of them. at Talladega, like two to go, seventeenth. Suddenly we're gone. Okay, good. Okay, what? 
do it. Or Jeffrey. Dale Jarrett or, has some success down there or, in them yeah. tracks too. And Jeffrey Earnhardt this year in the Xfinity series when he got to drive that, like him bobbing and weaving through that field in the last lap that he came, he saw, and he was about that close to conquering. But Kevin has to go, you know, without saying. Talk about stuff. underrated. Yeah. But carry on with, you know, we'll talk about that uh, later. It's just while we're there. That was a hell. I'm sitting there watching the Derby going. It's kind yes. of like Ross Chastain's movie going. How did he make it around that? I dude, yeah, I still we'll look get, at that and go, we'll, how did that car not yeah, fall? Anyway. We'll we'll get to it. But yeah, that, that finish to the derby. I didn't write that down. But yeah, Rich Strike, what that was probably the greatest horse racing of like, oh for sure. To do that in the last what half the lap? Like that's just from second to last to going by going. I mean, I would if I was a jockey. I'm too fat, you know, but I'd go by the guy next to me if my middle finger extended in the air. It's just me, man. Remind a whip or anything. What? Just hold on and flip the guy off as they're gone. That guy come from? But carry on. What I can tell you, there's a lot. It's been a long year, forty-two weeks. That's a long time. All right, moving on. I almost forgot there were that many weeks in a damn year. USAC. So starting with Silver Crown, I'm gonna only do top three because there's a few USAC series. Just. Um, before I start though, I know he's in a different series, but I have to say <sighs> shout out to the old dude, Donnie Schatz. I know everybody hates that guy, but <clears throat> he's st- still getting it done. And I don't care what anyone says. That's not how you pronounce his last name. That's definitely someone, someone changed that in history. Cause they didn't want to, yeah, that's not how you pronounce that last name. S C H A T Z. I did enough. I, I speak English, but that's. Shots, but someone in history was smart enough to go. It's shots. Okay, what well, you win. Anyways, moving on. So first place went to Cody Swanson with six hundred sixty-eight points, and I pretty much believe I recalled saying this about this series that, at, like, with two late, two races left, he had it locked in pretty much. Yeah, there's a few of them this year, but again, um, when you're that good, I mean, yeah. But anyways, moving on. Second was Logan Seavey with 627. Third was C.J. Leary. And a shout-out to Justin Grant, who took fifth with 517 points. Shout-outs to the world. Wish I was like a magician. The fire would happen, but, you know, I'm not that cool. And then, uh, damn it. anyways, yes. So, Amsoil National Sprint. First place was Justin Grant, 2,536 points. Second place was your favorite, Brady Bacon, with 2,485 points. Hey, I love bacon. Third was C.J. Leary, with 2,452 points. And then this, this one, I have to say, just for you, Ski, fourth place was Robert Balu with 2,369 points. Hey, I figured you'd want to know where he ended in that one. Hey, Balu. Anyways, uh, last but not least, for the National Midgets through USAC, you had first place with Buddy Colfoid, 2,113 points. Second place was Justin Grant with 1,868 points. And third place was Thomas Mersal. All right, I butchered his name again. Mersal. 
1,659 points. I mean, you know what? If I ever meet him, I'm going to tell him, dude, I butcher your name every time. You can tell me how to pronounce it now, and I'll butcher it again the next 100 times. Sorry. It's like my last name. Don't worry. Everyone looks at it and goes, it's just one of those. And, and this particular series, I wanted to give this shout-out as an owner. Keith Koontz, good job. And good before job. we move on from all of that, another one of those. Go on to your you know, sports, no matter who your subscriber is. And they might air them late. If you don't want to spend the money on Dirt Vision and Flow and all that, find them in there. They do Mag show TV. If you buy that yep. specific, got, Plus, actually, cheaper. there you go. If you get Pluto, get Pluto. If you have Pluto TV, Mav TV is on there, TV. and they yep. run stuff all the way across there, and it's you know free. So you know, I mean, it shows that's it, more of the the home track type yeah. race in there, and uh, more, there's more, a, for sure. And there's a lot of uh, and again, find it in your DVRs because I did get to see you know. You didn't get to see them very often, but it was nice to see when they popped in, even if it was like a week or two after the fact. You still get to see it, and those guys put on some pretty goddamn good racing, as long as, you know, they can not wreck, because, well, but super racing, and you can record it, and you can just set it and forget it, like the old Ronco commercials, set it and forget it, and then it'll be there, and again, I always enjoyed going on there and seeing races at Peevely and, you know, Sharon Speedway, and, you know, I think, you know, all of them, Atomic Speedway, like, there's a lot of good stuff that just pops up all around so make sure to set those dvrs especially now because it's some of the very few things that are actually on right now so yeah racing wise so when they show replays i think they'll do a lot better as they're not trying to make up for nascar like all of the replays so make sure you have that set because i want everyone to be able to watch racing as much as humanly possible most definitely beats most other sports um, where was that here? I'm here for you. There we Digits. go. World of Outlaws. The woo. So for the, the World of Outlaws Sprint Series, we have first place went to Brad Sweet. Of course. He had a good 48-point yeah. cushion. Um, second place was David Gravel. Uh, third place was Carson Macedo. Fourth place was Donnie Schatz, and fifth place was Sheldon Hodden's child. And that goes um, to another set, your DVRs, boys and girls. Set yes, definitely. Your DVRs, because they do catch a lot of those. It's like through, I think, CBS Sports Network. And just so people say we didn't say it because he didn't do good and we're only on the bandwagon of Kyle Larson when he's doing good, I'm going to say where he finished so people can kiss off on that one. Um, Kyle Larson finished 26th place. So there, people have said we don't do anything when he does negative. I mean, he has to do negative before he could do that. And it, granted, I mean, he didn't run all the, you know, race, a lot of the races. So, I mean, obviously he's going to be farther down, but even the races he ran, he did not. The whole year, it Sorry. just didn't. It just, there was the a year. comment made <laughs> off air to somebody that was made to me. And yeah. I was like, you know, eh, kiss my yeah. ass on this one. You know, it's just, you know, he seemed down. All, like he, he didn't go out there and just kill it, kill it. Like you, you know, normally like this year just seemed like an off year across the board for him. I don't know. Even when because normally like even the ones that I got to see him in in the world of outlaws, I'm going, where the fuck is he at? Oh, he's way back there. Yeah, yeah. It was a weird year for him. But again, you can also catch those CBS Sports Network. They race them on Mav TV through Pluto. 
lots of ways to find it. Make sure you set your DVR. I'm pretty positive. That's the one on CBS sports network. So get through there, find it, enjoy it. You're welcome. And it sounds like my cat just head butted a wall. Uh, case late model series. Um, Dennis Erb took championship. Hey, yo. Uh, second place. <laughs> oh, I, I, hold on before I go to second place. I want to tell you what the cushion was for Dennis Erb on this one. 186 point cushion. <laughs> Good job, buddy. Good job. Hey, there's a few of them this year where you're going. Yeah. But great racing. Though. Um, it's, it's not like he didn't earn it. I mean, yeah, we saw I, just, those, I had to throw that out there. We, we saw those races where he had to cut through the field because he started way back there, and then he won by a year and a half anyway. And sent second <laughs> place went to Tanner English, and I have to throw a special shout-out because I know where this place is. He's from Benton, Kentucky, and it pleasures my heart to see somebody from that little town, you know, make it like that. That makes me happy. Um, he had a 230-point cushion over third place, which was Max Blair from Centerville, PA. Uh, and then fourth place is Ryan Gustin. He had a uh, 486 points between him and Max Blair. And then fifth place, I'm pretty sure there's no relation here between the two, but it was Brent Larson from Lake Elmo, Minnesota. Yeah, I don't think that rounds out the top five. Um, there was one thing I was going to say. I don't mm -hmm. care what anyone says. I'm pretty sure it was this series earlier this year, or it was – I'm pretty sure it was. Justin Marks did did a race this year, one of these cars series, one of these series. I'm pretty sure it was this one. He didn't do too bad. And I, I would like to see more Justin Marks in late models again. That would be cool. Hmm. Just throwing that out there while I'm thinking of late models. Hey, he did a he did a bunch of racing this year, actually. It was good to see him back behind the wheel. Definitely. In so many things, whether it was on dirt, sports cars, I mean, in the truck series, you name it. So it, it was good. It was refreshing to see, you know, that side of him again, because we've only seen the owner side of him for, you know, a little bit now. So it was good to see him actually get opportunities to run in, you know, decent equipment and go out there and dominate in some of them. He went straight. Definitely. So definitely. Um, speaking of late models, a segue into uh, Lucas Oil's late model series. I'm going to tell you the top 10. Um, it was. Tim McCready taking first, Brandon Shepard in second, Ricky Thornton Jr. in third. I love how his picture on their website is still a baby picture of him. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, fourth place was Hudson O'Neill. Um, fifth place was Earl Pearson Jr. Kudos, Earl. Um, sixth place was Tyler Erb. Seventh place was Garrett Alberson. Eighth place was Dalton Wilson. Ninth place was Spencer Hughes, and rounding out the top 10 was Ross Robinson. Rookie of the year went to Garrett Albertson. And overall, fast time performance for the year award went to Brandon Shepard. Oh, Just wanted to put those out there. It was a couple of awards that were listed I thought was notable. Hey, you got to earn it in those things. They did good. Good good deals. Oh, yeah. All right. I'll let you carry on now. You got the rest of my list. Look at that. Well. Oh, I lied. Nope, nope. I lied. I got one more. See? Pants on fire. Got one more. 
iPad uh, screen's on fire. Oh, uh, never mind. Go ahead. It's going to malfunction now. Great. Way to go, NASCAR. Well, it's only Canada. It's okay. No offense to those people listening in Canada, but it's only the NASCAR Pinty Series. NASCAR doesn't even oh, care about wait. it. Oh, wait. It's working. Hold on. Is it going to keep working? No. Of course not. Why would you? Give it in my hat. Carry on. Anyway, uh, Amsoil Off-Road, you know, Championship Off-Road. I'm not going to go over all kinds of crazy stuff and just say congratulations to Kyle LeDuc, uh, because they're, I mean, their coverage absolutely sucks. So when you get to see them, it's good. But, you know, they show you highlights and then they'll show you the results of the highlights. You get to see like one race and their website somehow is like normally a couple weeks behind somehow, which I don't understand. So overall, the racing is good. It's just everything else around it is absolutely abysmal. And it really, really sucks. So, no, no, I guess, hey, I can't fix the, I can't fix stupid, and they are unequivocally stupid. But good on track stuff. Uh, very short season, only six, seven races through the season. But there's like a million different races every weekend. He knows it. Literally, there's like this many categories. Just way too much to name. But good racing. Hopefully, you get to see it. Uh, American Flat Track. There's something we can both say. There's part. one side. And there's there three more. Hey, you know, American flat track though. Good season. Uh, again, you can set your DVR for that. And they actually are really good to get it right to you. Even get to catch it live. Sometimes great racing. Uh, super appreciated. You know, I, I loved it. I was happy to sit down. It was one of the few series. I was happy to sit down and actually watch, watch because. One of the series you absolutely yeah. need a kidney belt. Yeah. Like it was just good though. Like and a really good doctor. <laughs> Yeah, you know, they see what they can do. I would I mean, it's absolutely insane what they can do. Um, and again, the coverage is really good with it and it's good racing. So it's one of the very few that I very do, you know, highly recommend. And again, website good again. So I could be nice about that, but their coverage is fantastic. And you get to see the whole entire race. Like you go, they go to commercial and you're like, oh no, look what they didn't cut any minutes away. And like when they show a lot of racing series where we go from like, you know, an hour left to 40 minutes left and suddenly there's 10 minutes left and we're sitting there at the same. Yeah. Cool. Like they just cut a year off of that. So yeah, good to see them actually get what they do and they actually have a good TV contract and all of that, which is really good. So congratulations to them and Jared Mees on the championship and the super twins, Jesse Janice and the production twins and Cody cop and the parts unlimited. There's a lot of good racing between all of them, but the way they ran, they deserved every single bit of it. And did you know, Walter, they got a new record in viewership this year, this season. Got over 3.4 million viewers this year for American Flat Track. So I'd oh, like shit. to say I played a part in that, but I didn't. We may have. We don't know. But I hope so. It's really good racing, but that's a big number for them. I mean, for as little as they are and how much people don't know about them. Yeah. It's not like they're out there with the biggest, you know, it's not like NASCAR or football or baseball. We just can't get away from the commercials. So for them to get over 3 million and said new record is really kick-ass. So very happy to see that. Well-deserved, well-earned. And I'm looking forward to next season. So those are really, that's exciting stuff. And the fact, I don't know how they even do that. My body would explode, but I'm also held together with a bunch of screws, bolts, chains, you name it. So other people's bones, you know, it's been a rough life, but Really good stuff. Uh, Moto America as well. Super bikes. They were great. Jake Donnie, congratulations on the championship. And 
we weren't surprised by it, but I mean, he went out there and just dominated the damn thing. Petrucci was good as well. I'll give him credit, but it was just between those two. No one else had a chance. And really the big one, you know, Scott, you give, can't forget Scott Riotti. You got to give all the guys though, in this series and the American flat check series credit. I don't care what anyone says when it comes to all the bike series, these guys should be considered the iron man drivers. Yeah. Oh, great. Here we go. Let's see. We're back. Here we are again. Take it out now. Funk show brother. I don't even have to see. It's just I'll tell you, it's just one of those damn weeks. There we go. What well, you don't have to look at my face anymore because I'm not fighting with it anymore. But can't forget Scott Briotti as well, who passed away after that qualifying wreck at Brandard International Raceway at the age of 50. You don't like seeing anyone, you know, wreck in any of those, especially those guys, because when they hit the ground, there's no real way that that's going to end super positive. You're telling me, what? Well, keep it going. What? Well, nothing wants to work okay. for me today. But carry on, yes, sir. Congratulations to them on super bikes. That was really, really, you know good see how long that lasts uh then we get some stuff that we can really actually sink our teeth into supercross and motocross i'm gonna yeah congratulations to jason anderson getting his first motocross win ever which just sounds really Weird. unfathomable for how long he's been doing the thing and how good he is that that was his first ever win i went you're joking like no what that's real okay didn't even think that was physically possible and think of the run he could have had in the four fifties if he didn't keep wrecking Malcolm. Oh. You know, that cost him about three or four races in a row. So you know, but he was Mr. Consistent, minus those races where he kept doing it. And well, when Malcolm got him back that one time, I don't even think Malcolm cared about the race, but he was just gonna catch him and take him out. Bastard had it coming. He did. But Really, I mean, there's a lot of good tracks coming up. That starts again in January. I shared all the track maps on the social, so I could do that again for everybody. They got some really good ones. But, I mean, it really comes down to, you know, Eli Tomac in the 450s because he was just, see you later, bye, pretty much the whole year to everybody. Not taking anything away from you, yeah, Sexton, or anyone else that runs them. Anderson, Stewart, you name it. But, I mean, who is, I mean, him and Jet Lawrence over in the 250, like in the East, they were untouchable. And think, Jet fell down and wrecked like 90% of the time and had to play catch-up. And he still went out there and won by you know, a year and a half. So that's really the two big takeaways from all of that. No offense to everyone else that runs, but look who won majority of the races. It wasn't like Cup Series. Oh, I got to give shout-outs to Jet, too. Yeah. And I said Jet deserves his because he literally I – mean, think if he could just not wreck. And he's this dangerous now and he takes himself out. What the hell? Well, we had this conversation. If he could stop Bubba Stewarting this stuff, he'd be pretty what, damn good. What do you think is going to happen when he's not wrecking all the time? So that was really good to see again. Season starting soon. I can't wait to see what Ricky does for Daytona. I'm always excited about that. And, you know, Eli Tomac, congratulations on beating Ricky's record at Daytona for the wins and all that. As a hell of a record, didn't think we were ever going to see it broke. But, you know, if anyone was going to do it, Eli's been on fire and think he was switching manufacturers and everyone was wondering if, you know, if he still had it anymore. And then he went out and did that. It was a great change for him. So congratulations. And I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing all of it again, because it really was good. If you never saw it, I mean, you should go back and see it because those guys were just killing it. And again, starts in January. If you don't have to worry, if you don't see it, if you don't record it or watch it live, guess what, everyone, if you have Peacock, all the races are there. So you can go back and watch them. 
on Monday or whenever the hell you have the time because all the action's good. And you can fast forward through all the commercials and all the interviews and vineyard and like all that stuff because there is a lot of it. And it's if a you lot have Xfinity, you might already have Peacock. You might want to look into it. See, there you go. I don't have Xfinity. I don't think it's available down here, actually. So there's a good tidbit because it really is good racing. I mean, can't deny it. So make sure you find it starting up soon. Really excited to see what, you know, if Jet, what he's learned through the time off. You had to not see. Well, hey, we'll see, but it doesn't matter because he just outran everybody. He really, I mean, he was just in a different world. No offense to his brother Hunter, but his brother's way better. You know, still love him. SRX, there's something that we could both talk about. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I didn't get to watch like, really any of it in the first year because you know all kinds of things going on and all that but it was good to see like i thoroughly enjoyed it i don't know about you i liked watching it yeah i thought it was a good product i thought it was great when tony got all up in you know, ernie france jr's grill and yeah then what there's tony there's the angry well, also man. the thing i like about the srx series and i know some people bring this up but i don't think enough people bring it up but to those that do say this, kudos to you. And to those that don't, well, shove off. Poo poo on you. Anyways, you heard them. Uh, in the XRX series, you see drivers that come from each individual track that is considered the hometown hero. And I, over the course of the SRX series, I have seen some of the greatest driving ever with some of the greatest drivers there is to include Mario Andretti. I remember seeing a certain hometown hero run him ragged and mm. still win. It's I'm just saying there's mm. that series highlights yep. just something about that series. What it highlights. I, I like it. I just like yeah. what it brings to the picture. I, I, I like it just because again, the hometown thing, you know, it puts that one where everyone goes through the hell is that guy on a national level because the series that they run around there never get any coverage near even with flow and all that. I still don't, I mean, it's impossible for them to cover all of it because there's so much. So, the guy's a little there. I like that Tony has the hometown hero. And again, if you're an old, I mean, you get to see Paul Tracy racing. You get to see him racing against Marco Andretti, racing against Tony Stewart. Newman's in there. The Blaney's. You get to go to Sharon Speedway, Peevely. Like you get to go all over the place. And I just think it's good. I mean, to you've see. seen the Elliots in it. You, I mean, yeah. there's been some drivers you, you, in there that's like you get to see. Hey. hey, and you get to see it's the best of you know all worlds, and it gives so much exposure to those little tracks that some people probably didn't even know were there. That. They could live in the area and they go, where the hell? You know, that could do a lot of good stuff like that on what the I mean, hell you were on the right page. It's the best of the best literally coming yeah. into that series yeah. and through there. Yeah. I mean, look, this just this year, big names. Mine, you know, I'm not going to mention Tony, but we got to see Newman back on track. And we all know we love some Newman, which I still can't believe people are saying that Chastain's move was disrespectful. was disrespectful and all like, do you remember what to get playoff spot? You remember Newman? What you need to get by him at Phoenix or what? Don't worry, he got by him because he used him as his brakes and sent him into the goddamn wall. There's also something I think has to <laughs> be pointed got, out. And he got a spot. So, I mean, you know, but... There's Newman. two people involved with SRX that are 100% no longer involved in NASCAR. They're 100% involved in SRX. Uh, Tony and Ray? No. Ray Everham and Kenny Schrader. Oh, yeah. So... I've even heard Tony say, it. if not for Kenny... Mm. Oh, yeah, he sets up, you know, he was the mechanic. There would up. be no SRX. <laughs> it literally showed him at the beginning of, like, the first race. Like, there's Tony, what he said. There's Kenny, why he sets up all the cars for us. 
he does it all. Everyone's set up the same way. Went ready, steady, and go. But we got to see Newman this year. Bill Elliott and Chase raced against him. In that one race, we had the Battle of the Elliots on there. Michael Walter, Paul Tracy, Biffle, Bobby Labonte, Ken Zith, both Ryan and Dave Blaney at Sharon racing against each other. Ken Schrader, yeah, like <clears throat> Helio Castro Neves, he got a win in there. You know, is really, yeah. You know, I just thoroughly enjoy it just because it gets the best. That there's so many, you know, young versus old. Well, it versus feels like Helio cars, likes to get know. under the skin of Paul. Well, Tracy. everyone gets under Paul Tracy's skin. I mean, yeah, those two seem to find each other. A lot. And, you know, that's the best thing about it, though. You get to see them on track. It's only, you know, it's a quick, you know, Saturday night stuff. And normally, if you're at the track, I mean, they have other series that run when SRX is done at the track. The normal guys go through there. And I just like the exposure, granted, putting the two dirt races at the end when we know Tony's going to go out there and smoke everybody so he gets a championship. You might be doing someone dirty there, Tony. And it doesn't matter what happens, but he's going to win. Yeah, but... Really good. I like it. You know, really small track to a medium sized track. Then they go to the two dirt races. Like they give you everything you want to see. Oh, before I forget to say it, before I know if I don't say it, it he's probably going to, I'm going to feel like I'm wrong in the back of my head for the next six months. You can't forget that Brian's daughter got to run in this series too. Yeah. I mean, she didn't run as good this year as she did, you know, the year before. Again, I think everyone was more up on the track and the car and, you know, more used to it but she did do good i mean the wheel handling that those cars take i think is something that she's not and she had accustomed to and she had mechanical issues i mean this year too so and by the way guys if uh yeah if you're gonna run 900 laps trying to get her car to cool back down how about we don't count that towards uh you know race time if you're gonna just circle slow and she's not gonna go down any anything like yeah, we don't need no NASCAR caution lap counting crap yeah. here. We don't need any of that, but it was a very successful season. I look forward to see what they're going to do. Yeah, next season, who else comes in? Because they keep getting more people to show up every year. I mean, look what was a Helio. They found him a car. Like Suddenly yeah. he was in the race the morning of that one. We're going, okay, what? Thankfully, you know, they had one backup car laying around for him. And, and my other thing of it is, is when it started, Jimmy Johnson was racing full time. Why not see in the future Jimmy Johnson running this series? Or well, I wouldn't doubt it now. Now that he's done with IndyCar officially, which is the next thing we're going to talk about, actually. Definitely could see a Kurt Busch there now. Oh, yeah, I definitely see Kurt doing it. I mean, what else? Do, I mean, I'm, I'm going to get there. I don't want that one hurt my soul, but we ain't got. I don't care. Tony's got to put some of that stupid stuff out the window because. He can't deny it. Kurt made him money. And I'm not talking about a little bit. I'm sure of it. I'm, I'm feel confident in saying it was not just a little bit either. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very confident in seeing. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I don't think anyone can yeah. deny that. That man made So it would be stupid not to bring him into that series too. Yep. Even if it's just for one race. Yeah, it'll happen. Uh, I'll but guarantee I mean, he's going to do that. I mean, even to. if it comes from Kenny Schrader and Ray Everham, it needs to happen. <laughs> and I know hey, people, Kenny, there's no problem saying, look, Tony. Fuck off. <laughs> it's got to go this go. way. Yep. <laughs> it does not change. And Tony would be like, like the kid in that yearbook picture. I still love that kid. But IndyCar series, it was a good year. It sucked to see Jimmy, you know, go backwards. I think he regressed. Um, his, his oval stuff, I mean, 
he did go to Texas. He was making moves. Uh, Iowa in the second race, he looked way better than the first, but he had a whole race Saturday. And then, well, of course, he did better on Sunday. Uh, the Indy 500 was disappointing for me. Uh, Colton Herta, again, was Colton Herta. And, you know, was his own worst enemy a few times. He got screwed over by strategy and stuff. But, you know, that all happens. But really, it was just between Joseph Newgarden and Will Power for the championship. I mean, it was just them. They dominated it. Yeah, but Will Power is kind of a... Yeah. I don't want to say it like this because it sounds arrogant, but kind of a shoe in most of the time, at least for a contention. Well, and it just came down to those two. It was nice to see it come down in the last race of the season. And we were still, you know, wondering who was going to walk out as champion because there are still people, that many people close. And congratulations again to Penske because, I mean, two championships and two different series in one year is, you know, shows you what kind of organization that's they are. That's across something the to board. stand for. No matter how much crap I might talk about certain individuals. I mean, no. be- you know what? Let's just say it like the way it is. That is something worth gloating over. Yeah. Gloat yeah. away. And to have that many, you know. Even if they've never won anything before, to have two in one year, just period. That's <laughs> that's a level that you have ability to gloat, and I think you should do it. I think you should 100% do it. Careful but- on the drivers that do it for him, but the owner, most definitely. They have to have the Roger- equipment. Roger should most definitely be gloating the shit out of two championships in the same season from two different series. Yeah, I, I feel he should. I think he should. He earned it. I mean, how many times do you get to see people do that? So good on him. Congratulations, Tim. Proud of him. And if yeah. I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure Joey even pointed that out too. So that's. And, and he did. Of course, Joey had that down. Yeah. Of course. What first no, I'm thing saying he... like, I'm saying him oh, in regards to. I'm saying Joey. Roger first thing Pinsky. out of his mouth. <laughs> that's two in one year. Like, woo. Like, that's what you have that up. Second, you got out the car. I mean, that was kind of impressive. We'll get to some NASCAR stuff, but that that shows for, he's mature to me. That I only brought it up because it showed he he's mature. No, not a doubt. I don't want to punch him in the throat as much anymore. Oh, granted, it took people wanting to punch him in the throat, but at least he's not as big of a dick anymore. But and again, IndyCar plus his NASCAR, level of dick got surpassed by and, some other people. And he owns, you know, and look at all the work he's done to Indy since he bought it. I mean. <clears throat> He's doing a good job. So, yeah, congratulations to you. It's way better than that shit track you built out in Fontana, California. Hopefully they blow. I mean, I know they're working on it. Blow it up faster. All I'm going to say about that. Make it go away faster because that place sucked. F1, F2, F3, Formula E and the W Series. I'm going to say if you haven't watched Formula E, find it. Just uh, it's worth have, it. Just don't have the volume way up because it will hurt your goddamn head. But. Really good racing there. I appreciate it. W Series, I loved it. They only like aired two or three of the races, and one of them was Silverstone Weekend, and they covered everybody was there. If one, two, three, like they actually did that justice. One, two, three, and the W Series all got. I think Formula Three was the only one that didn't air, so that was really cool to see. But to see the women out there getting their whole thing, I don't know why they're making a whole other series for you know all women like FIA. We already have one, but. I tell me saying anything. That's just saying, I already fucking have one. But good to see that W Series was good. Put on some, you know, good racing for me. And it's not e. like it's not like the women can't make it in the F one series because it's happened. You know, f- yeah, Formula E, great racing. I I enjoyed you know seeing that minus the sound. There's a lot of cool tracks and they did all kinds of weird stuff. And I'm going, huh. So if you don't get to watch it, you know, set your DVRs. Still trying to wrap my head around the the remote monitoring of every, not necessarily the monitor. Not the remote monitoring, the remote ability for the officials and the teams to be like, okay, now we have power boost. Go. Like, 
Yeah. I'm still trying to wrap my head around all that. Other than that, it to was hit, great. Yeah, to, hit, to hit those marks, to go out of the line, hit those, like it. Hey, however they do it. But it's not like gas. You can't huh. misjudge it huh. and then, oh, hey, we, we lucked out. No, <laughs> there's none of that. You misjudge it on that. It's over. <laughs> That's very technical, good stuff. So again, set your DVRs, watch it. That one, they do air every single race. So it's actually easier. And I want to give a off. shout out since we're on these series, because it's kind of along the lines with the uh, Trans Am series. It was nice to see the Elliott's, Kurt Busch, and a couple other younger drivers this year run from NASCAR in those series. It was definitely some good racing. I'm sure they probably took they need better a lot show. away from it that they didn't have when they came there. They need better uh, They need better TV as well. Trans Am series get screwed, all of them. A lot of people I'm going to say that openly. A lot of people I'm going to like Kevin Harvick in this one. I'm, you guys are wrong. There you go. That's all I'm going to say. And quote Kevin, you guys are wrong. And then we can get to F1, which again, it was Max's season. He set the new record. Granted, they ran more races than Michael and them ever did, but if you took, even with those taken away, I mean, he just, it was his year. At one point, he had won all but two races, and that was because he didn't finish in those two. And that's when and he his was cushion like, point at that point. I remember us talking about that on the show. His cushion was at one point just stupid. Yeah, don't worry, it ended even stupider, but that's a real word now, people. Hey, these men of Thanksgiving coma. Okay, it was it's early stupider. But it was actually like that was just out of bounds, crazy. Um and it was it was good to see Mercedes, you know, get the win the second to last race with George, even if it wasn't Lewis, you know. So his streak is broken. At least they look good by the end of the year because at the beginning it didn't look like they were going to have a snowflakes chance in hell at doing anything. So good on them. The Ferraris still look good. They just had more uh, strategy and really mechanical issues than the Red Bulls. So obviously that was going to you know be a thing. But Red Bull is just having a good year. There's yeah, and, and Max was just light years ahead of his own teammate, which everyone could say whatever they want. There's no way in hell he was running that much faster than someone that's supposed to be in the same car that's nah but an hell of a year and then look at going out of this i mean look at speaking all the of that Jesus same Christ. car thing that needs to happen more often because it doesn't work just in one series it works in a lot of series we've seen it this year look at blaney and logano hey it we'll happens get, and as i've we'll seen it in it. other series too yeah, we'll get to it you know but yeah there's a giant thing just between him and everything but yeah, you know, good to see Kevin Magnuson got re-signed to Haas. He came back and finally got the points. And I don't know what happened to Mick because he got those points in back-to-back races and suddenly he just died the last like half like the last couple races. I mean, he might as well have not started. And I love him to death. We all respect his father. I mean, he didn't really drive in his time there to deserve to get, you know, extended. Sadly. I like him. I think he's a great kid. I think he has a lot of potential and talent. He didn't do anything to deserve a new ride. So we'll see what, you know, Hulkenberg can do now that he's back there. Danny Ricardo's, you know, not driving full-time anymore. He's going to be the third guy for Red Bull. So we're not going to see him on track. Sebastian Vettel retired. Like there's a lot of big moves that happened, you know, over there. A lot of, there's a lot of shift in a lot of big series yeah. this year. Yeah. A lot of them you know, on F1. So excited to see what they bring next year. It's going to be a while. I mean, they're off for forever. And my closing remarks on that for the year is good racing how Max won at Japan 27 second lead in 28 laps. Like that's just 
astronomically unheard of, but I'm excited for it. Um, a lot of good stuff, but for the love of God, why do we have to start the Las Vegas Grand Prix in the middle of the night, U.S. time? Like, tell those cocksuckers to wake up early for a change. Why the hell should I have to stay up until, you know, 1, 2 o'clock yeah, that's in the morning? A, that's an honest question because half the series that race in the world are in Europe. And we always are the ones that have to adjust our schedule for racing series on TV. So for yeah. once, why don't you start a NASCAR, or any, not a NASCAR, any national stinking race here? Why don't you start it in our time zone? Yeah. Okay, if you want to start it on Pacific time zone, fine. I'll stay up an extra three hours. That's fine. But when you ask me to wake up at three o'clock in the morning, yeah, because I believe to watch something that's yeah. unfair. Because I believe it starts at eleven. Yeah, it's just it's astronomical. It's unheard of. So please fix that. But otherwise, some good stuff. I like to come into you know America more. At least there's racing building. You know, fan base that big in America to keep giving us more races. You know, Miami this year, Vegas next year. That's a good sign for them. More racing, I think, is better. And I like F one. We just have to do better than uh, we have to do better than these start times and all that because that's just dog shit. Maybe I just don't like waking up that early in the morning. I don't know. I don't know anyone that likes to wake up that early in the morning, but you know, gets us to the Arca series again. Good deals. I like, and again, the female presence, Tony Bridinger, Amber Balkan. I mean, they were consistent, and again, like they're doing it right by staying down there and building talent. They're not just throwing them through the system as fast as they can, which, you know, has killed several females, you know, career. I mean, look at Danica. Like, hey, what, you're going here now. Like, we don't care if you haven't figured it out yet, but you're going. And I like seeing them down there. The uh, the plate racing was actually better. I, I, you know, I thought this time around the plate yeah. racing, they were actually close to each other. But really the big takeaway from that is they need a better TV deal. You know, airing it a week later, just to, especially. Oh, I'm not like, sure what the name of these people are but whoever they, is in charge of picking yeah. the time slots and and the, hey. the actual like the cover yeah. how do i what's the words I'm gonna, we talked yeah. about this before yeah the time slots one. but not just that part here's a good one here i'll break it down into layman's terms if you want to actually build the sport here's a great fucking idea how about you don't air the arca race the following friday at one o'clock in the afternoon on usa network who the well, f- just that. I'm talking like, about what the fuck good races? is that good? Oh, well, I was going to knowing there's too. no way we can finish. Yeah. It. I'm okay. talking about yeah. Arca yeah. in general, though. I know. Like, there was races that were started before yeah. you could finish like, them. Like, like, they need a better contract so people could, you know, again, airing it at one, two o'clock on the USA network on a Thursday or Friday. No one's watching it. They need to schedule the damn things better because we had races. I believe the like, one was a Fox like, deal, so you like, can't tell me they didn't know about the weather. Like at Pocono. Freaking weather situation. Like, like at Pocono, they started the race at like fucking six o'clock, six thirty. I'm like, so if there's one, but it, it's a minute to get around there. What you literally did not give them a snowflake chance in anything. Oh, you didn't even close. give them a time to per mile per mile yeah. finish. Especially, race. especially as they have the what five ten minute breaks in between there, so they could do it. Like there was no take all the breaks out, no stops. Yeah. There was not enough time in hell. There's a snowflake chance in hell in that, and then again races like Talladega that they're hey what it's over like. Two minutes, two laps while we're cutting it way short. Why? Because, you know, we scheduled it. Yeah. And then, well, one big wreck stops the whole entire thing. And, well, was it, was it Pocono or was it Talladega where they cut it short like 14 or 13 laps? Both. Was both, wasn't it? Pocono went dark. So they had to because I don't know who, again, starting to race at 6 30 in the Pocono Mountains when it takes a minute to get around for a 90 lap race. Like, 
that was genius. But Talladega was one they ended because I think it was a truck race had to start on time. And then we still got our full hour plus pre-race show for the whoever it was. Like, so why couldn't they finish the 10? They, like they, 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 they shortened the ARCA race with a truck in the Xfinity series to get their times. And start on time. Like, well, if you finish the last 13 laps, what? They still could, whoa, we still could have had the whole entire same priest thing. Cut 13 minutes of bullshit interviews out of the question. What could have went? No, that was the night it went from Arco straight to Xfinity because yeah. the trucks ran the next day with the cup series. Yeah. I remember that. Well, and whoever it was. I specifically remember. They still got their damn time. Cutting it short so they could have the whole entire hour pre-show or pre-race <laughs> deal on yeah. the pit road. I'm sorry. They don't need an hour to get their cars and their toolboxes out there and do yeah, the national it's anthem. Already, it's already get out there. out of here with that. Like we literally, and you don't even do the national anthem in that hour no more. Yeah, we do the whole entire, like, wham, bam, thank you, man. Everyone's toolboxes were already sitting behind the, like, nine ARCA boxes that were in their spots. Like, it was unnecessary. It was ridiculous. And if they want to actually grow the sport, like they say, how about you fucking put your money where your mouth is and let them have full races and actual quality TV contracts, not two o'clock on a Friday on the USA Network, because I bet you there's so many people that are home to watch a race at two I o'clock mean, on a Friday on the USA Network. To the people that's listening and watching this, you you can obviously, like we've talked about, you can access live ARCA racing via Flow Racing, Internet. but not everybody has that. <laughs> and I'll be honest, I don't feel like there's any excuse for any NASCAR national series, whether it's in this country or not for us to not be able to watch it on tv maybe not necessarily on a channel that everyone has by the way that would be really nice yeah i mean they can do it to where you can watch all of them on the same week i'm sorry you may you may have to watch the arca race from friday night on saturday morning <laughs> but That's you fun. can do all the races from that weekend on that weekend Dedicate a channel, get your shit together, NASCAR, you know, and figure it out. You don't even need out. to do that. They run, like All of them run bullshit in the middle of the night. What? Put that on early in the morning. So, like, you can sit, but again, well, yeah, I'm make sure those decisions. I'd much rather watch up, wake up and watch that in the morning and, at 7 o'clock when we don't have nothing else to watch yeah. than watch the news every single time. I mean, not, and, don't get me wrong, we watch the news, but. And it doesn't have any excuse because, Fo I mean, Fox does the ARCA coverage. Yeah, well, normally, and you know what's really cute? Hold on, who does the truck series all the time? Oh, wait, Fox, which means they have the cameras there. They just choose to air it later so we can watch, you know. Well, and not just that. this stupid shit that no one cares. Let's watch the 1987 college football championship NASCAR game. Has their no own one cares. TV crew at every single NASCAR race, whether it be a cup race, Xfinity race, truck huh. race, ARCA race, Pinties, Mexico, Europe. Brazil. What, other, what other series do they have? I, I'm, I'm Brazil starting. Brazil starting. Yeah, Brazil. I mean, every series they have, they have TV crews there, NASCAR themselves. Yeah. So why can't it all be recorded and broadcasted? Hey, I'm right there with you. I've been saying it all year. I've been saying it since you left. I'm just, this is dog shit. Hopefully more people will say it, but it's dog shit. And then, well, we can get into the trucks, which I thought had a really – good year john hunter wasn't as dominant but he qualified really good but you know it was just a weird season for that it was great racing though i enjoy the truck racing more than you know some cup races because everyone's just out there trying to kill each other yeah, overly aggressive Feeling, that's the other series oh, easy killer they did share some they did put some of them on usa at the end of the year so i will give them credit for that i think there was like two of them that they aired Woohoo! 
but they're at the proper races, racetracks to, you know, so thank you for picking those two races to be the two to air, but yeah, good stuff there. Uh, glad to see Indianapolis Raceway Park pack. I just sound like I was from Boston. No offense to people in Boston. Uh, but back on the schedule, that was good. Uh, my big takeaway, that was good to see Zane Smith finally get the championship after finishing second two straight years. Really good kid. I still can't believe he finished second two years in a row and couldn't get a ride after last year. No one would return his phone calls except for, yeah, front row. That's really, really two runner-up in the championship. Right. You had a hard time getting a ride. Please, let's talk about that business model thing. Matty D got his first career win. Yep. Kudos to Matty D. As ridiculous as that finish was, here's a good one, NASCAR. When it's at Talladega and they're wrecking 100 yards, 200 yards away from the finish line, how about you don't throw the flag and you let them finish? Yeah, because all that did was create a confusion no, between was, <coughs> you got everybody. Him, you got him and the little guy that no one heard of making the, the local dude that was there sitting next to each other at the end of pit road going, waiting for NASCAR to go, hey, you won. Everyone's – what the – I see it at some tracks, but in the trial, this far away from the finish line, Talladega, fun fact, and you say you're doing it to get, you know, safety crews out there faster, having everyone slow down and let off because of that, or letting them drive through and get to the line at full speed. I'm pretty sure it actually gets them there faster when they're not, you know, yellow, 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 and everyone has to yeah. slow down, especially at Talladega. It's not like they're coming back around. They're already, but pit roads way the hell back there entry. They're not coming near any of those people. Let them finish the damn race in the last 12 feet because all that does is cause so much stupid. And I went off the rails about it weeks ago. That was stupid. Let's not do that. It's fucking dumb. Good luck to Tricom, you know, whatever they are. With Toyota, I don't think they're going to be anywhere near what they lost with KBM. But guess what, Toyota? I mean, it's, it's hard because... What what are they gonna do? Haley Deegan went backwards. What they lost with KBM, this outfit's not gonna pick up. Yeah, I won't be able to do it. Just I'm sorry. There's no way around it's that. Just a rage. Like there's just. I mean, I don't think they're gonna be as good. And, and this don't... and this goes back to the statement that was made months ago by Kevin Harvick. Joe Gibbs just isn't losing a driver. Joe He's Gibbs losing. is losing their driver development program their driver <laughs> program development, like the structure that builds that, they're losing that ability. They're losing the ability to have equipment in lower series at no cost to them via Toyota because of KBM. Toyota screamed since the last three months about, hey, we, we don't want to lose Kyle Busch, period, in all aspects. We don't want to lose Kyle Busch. Secondly, the one dude from the racing director, I think he was, uh, he said, I don't want to race a pissed, pissed off Kyle Busch, period. Period. I don't want to race a piss off Kyle Bush. End of discussion. Okay. Right there. If if that guy's saying that, and Kevin Harvick's telling you you're losing probably your best asset you have right now at Toyota. Hey, it's a Gibbs. You're problem. stupid. It's a Gibbs. That problem. all boils back. And I told you from the beginning. I said I huh. have a gut feeling. And I hope it's wrong, but something hey. tells me Gibbs is running some interference. And I said shit. I said I had a. And all I told you was what. Is that I wouldn't put it past them to do it, but. That would be so dumb on their end, to, like to be that spiteful. But then well, again, we'll get to the Cup Series. We can get to you know the end of that era. I just think that it killed. Well, I was referring to the KBM thing because that's part of Kyle Busch. Like he, he is an entity, not just him. I know, 
Don't worry. And, and it bothers me because it is no different than losing hey, a, hey, they a Kyle Bush or a hey, Kevin they, Harvick or hey, Jeff Gordon or Jimmy Johnson. Some guys have more than just If that. they want to fuck themselves, let them. We're getting to them. Hell, we two, but we have one more series to talk to before we unload and how stupid all of that shit was. But they asked for it. Hey, asking you shall receive. Let's see how good that one works out for you. And by the way, Haley Deegan, you don't deserve an Xfinity ride. One good race does not equal that. But where the hell else is she going to go now? But was, I, I do think some of it had some of it was of no control to her or Brian. I really do oh, think that she had a lot of she had a lot of uh, shit luck this year. So, I mean, it wasn't that I mean, it wasn't like she. No, I'm totally, saying her moving up, I don't think was decision making on her and well, Brian's part, yeah, per se. It's one of those. But we still haven't heard anything. So know what the fuck. It's just amazing that we're this many weeks out and we're still going. Hey guys, what? It's almost. Well, December. I think they're waiting to see what Stuart Haas is probably going. I think I truthfully think, my personal opinion, I think Stuart Haas is getting ready to do some serious changing. In more ways than one, we've had our personal conversations about this. I yeah, hope but, a couple of things we've talked about in our personal conversations no. come true, from what I know. But, but I mean, we'll get to cup. But where is she going to go? I mean, now that they got two cars in Xfinity. I mean, I mean, maybe they could start a truck team. That would, you know, again, wait, there's a well, lot of things we talked about. Before. Yeah. They fielded a truck for a whole year yeah. for Cole Custer. Let's be open yeah. about it. Yeah, but so Cole Custer it's not was. that they can't, I know, but it's not that Cole, it's not that they can't do it. I mean, is what I'm getting at. They have the ability, they have the equipment, they have the skill. Just figuring it out. It's just out. a matter of somebody pulling a trigger or not. <laughs> and just from other things being said by Tony individually, and then other things being said by Gene Haas individually, I think, and I'm saying it about this because this covers all the series. I think Haas is wanting SHR to go a way different route in NASCAR. And Tony, on certain things, just like, oh, everybody's complaining. Well, I, you know what, Tony? Yes, you're, you're, a, you're a hard-ass old dude, and you're kind of like skiing myself. But you, you don't want your it, – it's almost – from the outside looking and it's like you, you don't want your team to succeed i feel like you do you don't want anything you ever do to fail you're that kind of person sorry just look at everything else you've ever done so with that being said it's like what is really going on here are you stepping out you staying in are you going to change this are you going to change that because there is drivers right now that are still up in here that we don't know about in all these series and i'm especially the trucks and the xfinity series it's like wait a minute all this changing, who's going here? Where's and we've talked about it with uh, the trucks for KBM. There's two drivers that didn't get to go because of Toyota. Where are those two guys going? There's a lot of hey, you see, but you see what I'm saying? Like, there, there's yeah. so much is changing, and he's just one example. Kyle Bush is or Stuart Haas Racing because they, they got they got decisions they have to make because they have now with the whole announcement of Ryan Priest stuff, it's it's almost like a wait a minute, you're putting yourself in a more drivers than vehicle situation. You're starting to sound like a Toyota scenario. I don't know. Sorry, I don't know. Maybe I'm just sour about that because something that he's that organization's always been against. I don't know. You've been you've been on this. I mean, you're you're something. Well, we're going on like five minutes. You being pissed off. Sorry, about just that. Well, it, it's sour. It's stupid. Breathe. It's it's both of them guys. You can't have teams built with four four trucks. Well, the team's forced to leave one company, go to another. You, you're only releasing two of the drivers to go. Well, where are the other two drivers going to go? Because all the other trucks for that manufacturer is filled in that series. So please tell me, where, is, where are they going? 
You gonna move them to the Xfinity series? Okay, well then let's let's have that conversation. Where are they going there? No, they got themselves in a whole sport. All because of one organization and a poor choice. The whole entire sport, really, but that's on my list of things. If you can finally shut the fuck up so we can move yeah, on. Yeah, go ahead. Mr. Soapbox. It's okay. What? Well, I covered this because it was the it's whole lower perfect. series getting screwed over. Hey. Toyota wants to bury themselves in the sport. Let them. Can't even say that. It's not even them. Hey, but they made that move. Look at all. The they were tied there. with JGR. Yeah, I'm saying. Look at Toyota made one move with well, Gibbs made that one move, and look how much that's shifted the whole sport. It's okay. I can say this calmly because I'm not a psychopath. Oh, see, it's because you're all hyped up on your uh, and all that damn sugar in your system. That's the fucking problem. Is Coffee, black. You're less wound then. Gets us to Xfinity. I mean, all I could say about that is it sucked to see three junior motorsport guys getting the championship four and Ty still win the championship, but the racing was good. And that's the important thing. I mean, it Jeff, doesn't surprise me. Jeffrey Earnhardt, that must be from Boston today, or I'm having a stroke. I'm not sure which. Jeffrey Earnhardt, though, Dega, that was good. That was good to see. Too bad didn't happen more. A colleague slipped backwards a little bit, I feel, with you know, but they seemed like they figured it out at the ovals towards the end of the yeah. season better than they were at the beginning. But the big thing from that is just when people, yeah. Big thing for them specifically, they just need to keep plucking away at what they're doing because what they're doing is right. It's working. Yeah. It's Don't there. change it for Colleg just because you brought yeah. them up. Like, going in the right direction and uh, you know just don't screw it up you know keep going with what you're going it's working uh, but my big thing to talk about that is everyone rags on me for talking shit about ty gibbs all the time and his stupid and what about you know noah here you go problem here, here what noah go find the show after road america we were cussing him out for a very long time about taking out half the field in frustration like a jackass you know what the difference is between those two i mean him and ty he didn't do it again. He drove like a human being the rest of the season after that. Well, he didn't, and, and he I didn't think, turn around and do it every three weeks. We're, we're looking at him going, what a dick. What a dick. What a dick. Hey, yeah. you're a and dick. What he did to his teammate, Brandon Jones, look, second to the last race of the season, I've heard numerous drivers of all age levels, and I mean that, youngest to oldest of all age levels, say – you just concreted your stupidity in your career. We know who you are now. Good yeah. job. Like we, like John, like when he did, what was it John Hunter? Like Richmond, you know what drivers don't forget? Why? He, why? He might not erect him, but God damn it, what? He hit him hard enough. He was trying to, to get him out of the way. Why? Because he just, what? This, my friends, hopefully this gets I've back. I've said this for hopefully years. It gets to Ty Gibbs. You silver spooned bitch. Every time you earn a little bit of respect, there's the problem. You go and shoot it. You go and Brandon Jones it, and everyone fucking hates you again. Or how about throwing fists at a man while wearing your helmet? Well, Kyle, I'm a, you know, I'm going to say it from my my point of view. Kyle Petty quoted this a couple months, couple, couple, months, with, couple weeks back. Agreeing with Kyle Petty, I never thought. I know this. Happen. This is sad. Uh, he even quoted that it's one thing to bump somebody to move or position in racing. And and the greatest person ever to do it, let's be open, is Dale Senior. There's, he was you want somebody to bump and move you and not completely wreck you. Dale was the guy to yeah, do that. 
and everyone bitched at me on the social medias after like, what about Dale Senior? Like Dale Senior, he moved people. At, very rarely did he just straight up wreck you. Not saying there wasn't one. And when he did do those, I think there's only one that I can remember from my whole life where he legit was like, uh, and that was because of Jeff Gordon being Jeff Gordon. Other than him. So you got Jeff, you got Rusty in the what, 87, 8, whatever it was, Daytona 500, where oh, yeah. exact, quote, exact quote was, oh, I either had to lift or wreck him. I wasn't lifting. But I mean, but, outside of and, uh, and Terry Labonte and Terry Labonte at the end of Bristol, but well, that was just what caught you. That's, That's all that so was. That was two out of thousands of times he probably did that. There was like three times, and those were over like a decades long career. It wasn't yeah. in one season. Decades, multiple decades. Yeah. That dumb shit. It, it, the whole point of it is, is there's a difference between bumping somebody and moving them. And then when you intentionally wreck somebody and then for you to know that you're already locked into the championship four, come in and then take, not only take your teammate out of contention for the championship four, and that's another car for your owner out of the championship. You took him out of the race completely. Like it was over. You completely wrecked his car. And, Grow up. And kudos to Brandon Jones for uh, being that not beating the shit out for of being him. that respectful after that because I would have punched him. I would have hit him. He would have been sitting there celebrating. Suddenly, would just saw him get yoked off the back of the stick. <laughs> I would wait till they were all like taking a picture and happy and just dive over. What? Go and kick his grandfather clock over. I'd like to see him do that in the Cup Series. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, his career won't last. I mean. But again, he because he's going to do it to the wrong older driver he, who's raced with certain people. And drives, like, oh, okay. He drives for Gibbs, though. I mean, so he's going to be an asshole. But there you oh, go, yeah, people. But... That was our big problem. I figured, never mind everything in the Xfinity series. There was good racing across the board, but a lot of different winners. But guess what? Oh, and moving the race from Road America to Chicago Streets, by the way, NASCAR got fucked. But yeah, that's why we still ragged on Ty and not know. Even though the point, I mean, the, he didn't get fined anywhere near what he should have because his fine didn't come anywhere close to just what one team had to pay for to fix their damn cars that he wrecked. But he got something for it, and you know he drove like a human being the rest of the year. Like you said, Junior told him, and told us. I junior, have to say this because last race just... of the senior, Junior told him either what Junior said. We're, if we're going to win it, win it right. And he could have went into turn two and bulldozed the fuck out of that little prick, but he didn't. Which shows got class. Which shows where Noah has grown up kind of kind of you know still has his moments but ty is still a silver spoon oh, he'll throw down i'm pretty sure he'll, he'll, he'll throw down he is no problem with any of that I think, <coughs> slightly, I think there's something slightly off about him but god bless him but that was my that was my closing on that that's what my problem is with ty why he never learns he doesn't care and he's gonna well, do it in the cup this. series and he's gonna get freight drained because we've talked a lot of negative about ty He's talented. He's just an asshole. Now I want to move that aside for a moment and say, because this is the end of the year review for NASCAR too. Sorry about your dad. That's a shitty scenario. Yeah. Nobody that races wants to lose their dad that was involved uh, with racing. And uh, ask anyone who has. P.S. To everyone on social media. I'm sure none of you are here that comment that nasty shit, but saying that he deserves it because the way he wrecks, you know, drives people, no one deserves that. Like you think no. it was karma catching up to what that his dad died. Like he deserved to because he drives like an asshole. What? I'm, no, no he, he needs some karma, but that's that's not saying that's he, not saying karma that, that he should get. I know there's people that say, oh, saying God, that he, he deserves it, saying that he earned it, deserved it. No one, no, 
You're a fucking piece of shit. He's going to get the Denny treatment for the next 20 years. Yeah, well, let's leave that at well. But finally, Cup Series. No championship. Yeah, never, ever. Because he's an asshole. You don't find that many ways to not win. Like, you're just... Ross Chastain proved that. That's how he didn't get to race for it. Or I'm watching it going, everyone slow down? Like, oh, what? No, what? He just... No, he just punched it into fifth, kept his foot to the floor, and let go of the steering wheel. <laughs> Shit whipped himself. He's a shake weight. His brain was, at least. But Cup Series, new car, has its moments. We'll get to the Clash at the Coliseum was better than I thought it was going to be. So kudos to them. I still don't know how they have the money to waste to completely make a racetrack in there every year, but the hell do I know? I think there's better places they could spend money because I'm pretty sure doing it in LA. I loved everything about it. There's one negative I had to say. I loved Ice Cube there, but I feel like he was short a few compadres. He's from LA, and there's a group of gentlemen from the same age group that's from that same area that probably should have been there. But I'm just throwing it out there. Get the political shenanigans away out of it. If you're gonna have Ice Cube, you need to have the rest of that group. No one can. No one can. What he was perfect for it. But again, that could just be his thing. I don't know. But it was good. Well, race. he does. He loves racing. He does love racing. It was better than Let's it was better than I thought it was going to be. Way better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, the new Atlanta sucks. Please don't do that to Texas. We we don't need another super speedway. You're about to lose drivers. You keep doing just stuff ask, like that. Just ask Kevin Harvick. When he'll tell you exactly how he feels about restrictor plate racing. It's normally not very nice. Normally. He's scared That's of one way to word that. Uh, Bristol Dirt was better. Bristol Dirt was a lot better this year than the first time. Still some improvements, but it was better. I this have time to say. Around. It was better this time around. And in Kevin's defense, I don't think his reaction to that track would have been as bad as it was. Had the issues with broadcasting not happen a few weeks prior to that and him being the booth for it to happen and have to watch it happen. And then go race and have to deal with that track. Don't think that helped. Any of that situation, any. I just wanted nope. to put that out there. You know, nope. But <laughs> again, he just doesn't. Anyway, Kurt there's hasn't... a lot of things that's going on that, that guys like him and those guys from those eras are starting to really go look. I understand this, this, and this, but this does nothing for us. Right. And he's also the car. Now go ahead. Go ahead. Sure. Well, you're on a roll I think you today. said you were going to talk about the car, right? Yeah, we were going to get there. Go. But I was going to cover Kurt Busch having to retire. Damn shame. Don't worry, everyone. There'll be an unnumbered episode next week for Kurt because he earned it. Car, you know, concussions, you know, taking a whipping. But everyone's saying that's all because the new car, like it had never happened before. Uh, Junior, I swear he had to retire because he kept shit whipping his brain. And he was at least man enough to admit it and step away and said he got a bunch of concussions and he kept racing, which is what made that last one so bad. Um, it happened in other cars. So uh, let's stop. Well, Kevin talk. said it. Let's stop putting ago. that all on the car. Like it was like it's happened for years. Just we weren't as Actually, big. It's been on. three weeks ago. Yeah. Kevin said that these cars, when you hit the wall, he says it looks like you literally almost parked in front of the wall. But inside of the car, he says it feels like you just got thrown in the car. He needs to have a needs to have uh they need to figure out the rear part of if that. Kevin's car telling you the card's hitting too hard and he can't handle it, and he's a guy that 
Well, let's mm. just be honest. He drove some cars that didn't handle bumps and hits well. <laughs> uh, I feel like there's something to say about that. And any of the other guys older like that, Martin Truex, Kyle Busch, Joey Logano, those guys have all raced those older cars. What's the excuse here? Dale Jr. has raced them. Kurt Busch has raced them. All them guys have been involved in them old cars. And you can go to the, you can go further into that too. The crew chiefs. You got crew chiefs that have been in the game for quite some time, my friend, right now as crew chiefs. Rodney Childers is no spring chicken. Uh, what's the dude that used to do it for Kyle Busch? I always forget his name. He's now Chase Elliott's crew chief. Gustafson. He's been around a little while. These guys all know. Timmy Fidawal has been around a long time. He's seen the cars that didn't hold up and you did get hurt in. So for them guys to come out and say it now, like, hey, what's going on? And then I also, in speaking of the cars, I don't know this year, for some reason, maybe it's just me overthinking it. I could be wrong. What else is new? But I feel like there has been a lot more incidents related to pit crew members on pit road. I don't know if that's related to a car design and a blind spot or what, but it's got to change. It's got to change. That has to change, period. And, I mean. I brought that up because I don't know if that is related to the cars or not. Like you were saying with the hitting part, I don't know what that is, but it's got to change. Yeah, I don't know. what I mean, that could be part of it. And, again, they were in such a rhythm for all those years with the five lugs switching it to one, like the rhythm of every, like, yeah, I'm sure that played a part in it. But, like, there's a bunch that hopefully they're fixing, you know, especially with the aero packages and all that stuff. I hope they do because it obviously needs some work. But also the damaged vehicle thing needs to fuck off. Like you get 10 minutes, but they change it to eight. What you get eight minutes. What if they can replace the mechanical parts and there's not going to be metal flying everywhere. They should be able to go into the garage and not be done immediately because they need to put a tow link back on something and they need more than seven seconds to do it. If it's not going to cause like you did that. So pieces of metal weren't flying everywhere. Guess what? If it's all tow links and stuff like that, let them change it. Why? Because there's not going to be debris everywhere. Because the There's can't... a couple teams that did get a setup. I'm trying to remember who it was. Might have been Trackhouse guys that was doing it. They were changing those a upper A-arms and lower A-arms and those tow links right there on no. pit road. They Why got not? it. Because they have no choice. They had those little things they made. They set I, up like, I know, but they boom. have no choice because they have to do it on pit road because you know, they're not allowed to go. It's to NASCAR like... stupidity, yeah. period. Just say, I'll to... say it. Because if you go to the garage, you're done, which is just. Like if it's because they said they did it so there wasn't sheet metal and all kinds of stuff flying all over the track, but if it's mechanical parts, not like we're talking, they blew an engine or a transmission, but something like that, let them change it. Why they're going to be a million laps down, but they're not going to be blowing parts all over God's creation. So that's because yeah, if you make them do one lap minimum speed to be able to continue working on their car before they can go into the garage, then you're taking a chance of shit hitting the track, my friend. Yeah, it's car blowing up or something. Yeah, so that. Sucks the fires. I hope tire comes off. Yeah. It can go a lot worse than what it just did if they did went to the garage. And I still think that uh because they didn't get the lug all the way attached, that they should lose that they should lose their living for four weeks over that. When we see people literally wreck people and put them, we'll get to them. You know what? We'll get to them. You got one, you get four because you didn't get your tire all the way. Like, calm down. Jesus Christ. See, everyone. It's listening and watching what I tell him to do YouTube shorts all the time. All he has to do is send them to me. And then he won't be sitting here ready to ramble about things for 30 minutes at a time because he can get it off his damn chest. Do that. You'll feel better. You'll have more woo-saw. I know you love a good woo-saw. You know, but I think that 
they need to figure out the car fires too um and just rubber build up i mean dude pulled like that much of a chunk on like that was the big ones just fires everywhere that kind of uh sucked and also the uh tire issues yeah that's the question though because you brought that up the fire issue do they not do a solid firewall no more because i'm starting to think they don't do a solid firewall no more well i think they have to it's just now because if that was building up where it's building up and then catching fire with a full firewall it, if i'm understanding correctly it shouldn't be able to access that point unless i'm misunderstanding but from what i understood sure where are. it was building up on top of the pipe and then sure. catching fire it shouldn't be hitting yeah well apparently you're misunderstanding unless something. they change something under the car that yeah, i didn't changed, know about it changed everything man well, yeah, obviously, it changed everything. Pulling softballs, pulling softball-sized chunks of rubber off of those things when they're going to light on fire, and there's nothing you out can of places they it. shouldn't be coming from. Yeah, no, but God, I just have to keep going, or he's going to drag this thing out for like four hours. And the hits, the hits and the concussions. Here's a good one, guys. I'm going to quote whoever's crew chief it was. Don't even remember at this point anymore. But here's a good one. We did. We don't set up our cars to have to worry about flat tires. Here's a good one. Sidewall. Way smaller. Low profile. So you went from this much sidewall to this much sidewall. So please stop running the pressures way lower than Goodyear tells you to and way more camber than they say you should because that makes the tire blow out even faster because there's only that much sidewall now. How about you listen to them? Why? A lot of people would have taken a lot less hits if people listened to fucking Goodyear because there's only that much sidewall. So... You could run it way lower when you had that much sidewall. When you got this much sidewall, what, a couple pounds, you're pretty much no running. flex in a shorter The shorter it gets, the less flex yeah. there is. So uh, that's causing all these catastrophic problems and tires and hits. So for all you people out there freaking out on the internet and on the social media, what, if they listened to Goodyear, they wouldn't have had nearly as many problems. Goodyear can make a thicker sidewall, and they'll still run it. And they'll go, cool, what, we can run it even lower now. Listen to them. Look how many NASCAR people should just make it thicker and not say a word. Look how many so they people think they're running the same tire. Look how many people said, "Don't got to worry about it." Why? Well, William Byron's crew chief. We you know what? We didn't set up our car to have to worry about flat tires. Well, let's see what he said the quiet part out loud. What? We didn't set ourselves up to die. We're good. What? Yeah. So fix that shit. You know, it's not a tire problem. It's not a car problem. It's it was pe- Rudy. It is people doing whatever the hell they want and not listening to the manufacturer. And again, that much sidewall plus minus like an extra 15 pounds of PSI than you're supposed to have equals it's just on the ground. What? And that's going to cause it to blow out faster. Well, I mean, it went from a. Went from like a fucking six inch sidewall or something to like a two inch. It's either six to two or seven to three. It was short. Six to two. It went to a low. Pro, it's yeah. a legit low profile yeah. tire. I think it went and six that's what people two. don't understand the concept of with low profile tires. And that's not just in NASCAR. That's in everyday cars too. People don't understand it. Nobody talks about it. Nobody no thinks cares. about it. Yep. Right, so. They'll sit there and blame Firestone all day, every day, but yet Ford never got one hit from that. Never thought I'd hear me complain about oh, Ford. Ford say. never got one negative hit on that. Oh, all I'm gonna say is. Teams play a very large portion of that. So please, people, can we just all use some common sense when they build the tires? They tell people what they should run the settings. They say 17 and a half. 17 and a half is it. 
you shouldn't run I it. You know at what they're saying? Ten. They run it at seven or ten because you get more, but you get more something out of it. But then you have a chance of going a buck eighty into a wall real well, fast. Well, I think it was Phoenix. The it was one of the tracks they ran twice. They ran they ran Phoenix twice this year. So it was the first race at Phoenix. They said something about it being seventeen and a half pounds recommended from Goodyear, but people were running it down around fourteen and fifteen. I'm sorry. The moment they went below 17 and a half pounds, NASCAR should have went. You intentionally decided to run lower than that. That penalty is going to cost you, but they don't. If they did that one or two times, people running way below the yeah. what, Nat, what good you're saying would stop. Yeah, they would fix it. But when does NASCAR care about things that could actually be, you know, good for the easy, sport? Easy resolutions and you'll stop, you know, blowing people's brains away. But uh, honestly, you might see better racing. Yeah. I mean, half the field wouldn't be wrecking out, tires blowing out. So, I mean, you know. You wouldn't see guys that should be at the front somehow sitting back in 34th place. Look back there, you see Kevin Harvick or Chase Elliott, and you're like, what? But TV coverage. fact, they shouldn't be back there. Sorry. TV coverage needs to be better, obviously. Let's just leave it at that. No point in getting into headaches. You guys absolutely fucking suck. And I still, to this day, do not believe that NBC hey, look, at them, look at them two trucks driving. <laughs> Too bad we're not talking about that wreck down here. Yeah. Still, to this day, have not mentioned Jessica Friesen flipping on the dirt. Exactly what I'm talking about. Like NBC Sports showed us it when they weren't even covering the race, and no one on Fox even mentioned it yet to this day that I've seen. Oh, look, she's and up on the, the berm. Never mind. She How'd she get up there? Well, thank you, NBC, for showing us. That was Kevin. That was dog shit. Uh, Daytona rain thing. You guys have enough late, what? Oh, they said it was raining. You can have people far enough away that, you know what, it's downpouring, it's coming and throw the caution so we don't have that happen. And people saying, Jeff Burton, I still remember. Well, it's completely dry until we're like, well, you saw him going down the front stretch. What? Drop, 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 camera, drop, 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 flood. Like you saw the drops on the front stretch, where nothing happened until there. What the hell do you call those, dickhead? I know he keeps looking up at the people. They're probably going, "What are you doing, Walter?" Well, Walter, just shut up. You wouldn't have to keep people going. Yes, he's still going. What? He's on his soapbox today, everyone. But yeah, that was dog shit. There's no excuse for that. Um, wreck out half the field. Like you have spotters everywhere in the surrounding. You have enough property everywhere that you could have someone just out there going, "Yep, what now?" Well, so then everyone could be slowed down before, you know, they're going 180 miles an hour into a, onto a sheet of ice, you know, it's, and this, this, this does to a degree fall on NASCAR because NASCAR could go yellow. Everybody needs to come in and put their water tires on. Hey, they're, they're practice. Apparently next they're working on possibly getting us a rain tire package for short tracks next year. I'm just, all I'm saying is, is, if, if you're out there and you see cars spinning and it don't just happen one or two or times, you know, on a, on a road course, maybe you should think about, hold up, pull everybody in, just put your water tires on and let's start yeah, but over. They don't, but they don't have water tires anywhere for road courses. They didn't even do it at the road course right away. Remember no, this but, year? You don't know, but they have, hey, they gave them the option. I'm just saying they don't even have, wet there tires. should be no option. Yeah, NASCAR they, knows when it's beyond hey, option. They don't, they don't even have rain tires for ovals right now. So. Is they're that far behind? Like we're trying to figure this out now. Like they can, it's Goodyear. They can make you a tire. 
Well, I can tell you right low now, profile tire. I don't know how the hell they'd find a way to actually put treads on that to run in water, but Goodyear and Pirelli do have high speed, low profile tires that you could use on a circle track. And I, I wouldn't even be surprised if American Racer has a tire. Man, well, they're never going to leave Goodyear. Never, no, that's why they'll never fix no, it. I'm not saying leave. I mean, no, it's not like those two can't. NASCAR doesn't like, care. They don't care. They've proven that. They I'm helping them with solution. A fig is everyone, but again, everyone blaming Goodyear for all the problems with. They can't. It's not Goodyear's <laughs> fault. Goodyear can only do so much because no matter what they do, everyone's going to push well beyond what they say. They're going to fuck it up anyway. People just I NASCAR can say needs to be like cool. They can't blame them. Yeah, I've they, seen the testing happen out here. They're going to say, you know, they can run like, you know, inside of a pound of what Goodyear recommends. Oh, okay with that. You know, they're a little over, a little higher, you know, give them some leeway. But once they're down three, four pounds under, sorry. And that's where NASCAR needs to step in. It's like, well, you don't want to wreck. We're worried about all these hard hits. How about we stop blowing out tires by not listening to them? Because exactly. that causes all these a hard half hits. Half a pound or a pound is one thing. Yeah, three or four. But when you take, three or four pounds out now you're going from just a hair softer sidewall to a flex in your sidewall because it is low profile yeah. there's less rubber to flex. the whole idea of it is stupid yeah. like they don't understand it and it bothers me because you got a lot of money wrapped up in nascar and if an auto technician that just works in a random city can sit back and go wait a minute yeah. you do realize you really should probably not go under yeah. hey, that right they did it themselves they don't care. Uh, brings us on to the Kyle Bush saga, which, you know, again, we all thought it was going to happen. But all I'm going to say is to everyone that said that Kyle gave up, you know, on this, you know, what? Blown motor at Darlington while leading. Blown motor at Bristol while leading. And no one else had a single problem. And he still came back and won a race. Saying though, Not was, that race, but I'm saying he came back and won one. Now he got one, but I'm saying in the playoffs when he wasn't winning anything after he made the announcement, two blown engines and three races, while he had all of his other teammates like racing to get in and winning to get in and having all this speed, like Kyle has two blown motors, especially at Bristol. Can't blame that on Kyle. One thing it, that he knows how to do. It shows the good people and the bad people are, and I hate <laughs> to say it, but that shows how much better Richard Childress is than Joe Gibbs because yeah, he, let, he even kept giving Reddick equipment yeah, let, to win in. He let Reddick, you know. Hell, he let Reddick pull himself when he, yeah, you know, he had those concussion symptoms like in the middle of the race. They're like, what? Come in. What? Not worth it. That's what I'm saying. I never thought I'd say that, but yeah, they're literally better. showing how much better he is yeah. than them. And I hate that shit. But, you know, I mean, again, it's just Gibbs. I mean, you know, if, look at all the people that go out and they give them dog shit on their way out the door. Like they just can't help themselves. They can't. I mean, it's not a coincidence. It's something, well, it, I, I have to say this Brandon, this that Brandon Jones. This is something that Joe Gibbs themselves need to pause this offseason and think about, and that's flat out this. They have a lot of drivers that leave their organization, and when they leave, they're sour, and they have no intentions of ever having anything to do with Joe Gibbs Racing, or Toyota even sometimes for that matter, ever again. Because their contracts sour the skill. I think they're uh, – I'm just going to close my thought on it. On. Right now, they're running Toyota out of the sport. Oh, I don't disagree. I, I, I'm not saying I was one that was pro Toyota to begin with when they first started. I was pro Mikey Waltrip. Don't get me wrong on that. Love me some Mikey, but I don't necessarily want to see Toyota leave all because of one organization is idiot. Or an or, I don't want to see all, an organization leave all because one ownership is stupid. 
I mean, Mikey, he had to close up, you know, money-wise and all that. But, uh, he, I mean. He did better than – I. The, he may not have had as much results as Joe Gibbs, but I feel like he was a better Look at the 95 run. Look at the 95 car that had Gibbs equipment gone. Vern Chirot is like, yeah, well, done. Because it cost so much. And, like, he wanted – I mean, granted, Barney was 8,000 years old, but just had the cancer no. scare and all that. But look at all the teams that are no longer here that had Gibbs equipment that they said is just too expensive. The only one that ain't folded yet is – 23 XL. Well, they're a Gibbs team. Sorry, people. I, I, I'm just openly saying it. They're the only ones that haven't folded <laughs> yet, and that's just because, well, I, I mean, I'd be safe in saying Michael Jordan probably could contend money to money with JGI. I'm pretty sure he has more, way more money than that's, – That's what I'm saying. So when it comes to money, Michael Jordan has that to back it up. So – whether or not they would fold, I don't know, but JGR is hurting Toyota oh. horribly. And look at how the Kyle thing unfolded. Well, you mean to tell me you guys couldn't get him anything, but Childress got him multiple. What that said, well, and that's kind of the gist. When that, or when that, when they ask Kyle, what do you think it's going to take for this to end? What for your luck turn on 2023? Like, so that's your well, way of nicely saying they're fucking with you. What's going to make what 2023? In my that's mind, all, I that's all. That's all I'm going to say. What? Just get me the next year. That's how this will stop. What Kyle knew it. He knew he was getting fucked on the way out. Everyone that director from Toyota said what he said about a pissed off Kyle Bush. That kind of set it in stones and told me in my own mind, like, okay, I know where the problems are failing now. Yeah. But and then again, we'll move on. Bubba, you deserve more than that. If pit crew guy gets a four race suspension for not getting a lug all the way tight, then you turning someone it would have been head on if it wasn't for you, you know, Christopher Bell being there. That I kind of wish that would have been any other driver than Kyle Larson, though. I really do. Well, Kyle just sat there and took it. I mean, the reason I say that is because any other driver would have been like, you know what? I'm done with this shit. They would either, one, hit him back, or two, have been like, huh, what about this dude? Everybody says, oh, we, we're supposedly so racist because there was a noose in his garage door. Well, that's not even – This guy's coming out here beating the living shit out of somebody because he knows he can get away with it. Yeah. It's been said by multiple people in that. And by the I'm way, not saying yeah. that. I'm saying that's been said Mr. by Con- them. Mr. Controversy over here. I'm just going to say that, what was it, last year at Martinsville or Bristol there at the end, Martinsville, when, when I say last year, I mean 2021, when Brad came up behind Kyle and ran him into the wall at the end of, I want to say it was Martinsville, and Kyle said it was a retarded move. He had to go to sensitivity training for properly using the word retarded by def he didn't call someone retarded he said the move was retarded guess what it was he had to do sensitivity training bubba lost one spot in the points by one point no fine no points only punishment he got was from his owner no anger management courses like you've seen people do a lot less and get fined and have to do all kinds of courses a lot more. what kurt went through just for saying he wanted to hit somebody but he was already in enough trouble right there I mean, oh, exactly. So just how do you feel statement. about this? How do you feel about you know getting suspended? Well, but probably, well, probably make me want to punch you in the face. I probably shouldn't say that, but like, yeah, what you got? What you're suspended again? Just don't come back. Kurt was his own worst enemy, so glad he turned into this. But yeah, that was the, really that was just that was it. And everyone that complains, I just want to say the Bubba Wallace thing. No, it's a simple statement. What happened with Bubba Wallace and what punishment he got flat out boils down to a stain on NASCAR. No, I wouldn't say he killed the guy, but I mean, everyone, no. got, everyone got worse. Noah deserved to be parked. 
He did. What he did took out half the field. Noah deserved to be part two. They're I'm just people, saying that there's a lot of guys that get a lot but, worse for a lot got, less. But he got points and owner points and a fine. And yeah, he got all kinds of stuff for that move. Unlike Bubba, who literally just, just sit home for a week, buddy. What? We're okay. You know, that was dog shit. But, and again, before he keeps going, I'll try to cut him off. Everyone complaining about the new point system. It should be based on all this. One, Chase would have won by the Winston Cup point system just by starting the last race. So everyone would have been pissed because there's more Chase Elliott haters than, yeah, uh, a lot more Bubba haters. I mean, when he came back from his suspension, the whole world let you know that, but there was not, Gordon didn't even get booed that loud. Um, but that's my point. If you look at the, uh, the top four, as everyone barks about it, for average finish, you know who had the top four best average finishes for the whole year? Joey Logano, Ross Chastain, the other two guys that he raced against in the championship as well. The top, the championship four had the top four best average finishes in the whole sport for the whole season. So the top four guys from the year did run for the championship. You know who was tied for fourth? Blaney in fifth. And he was the first guy that pretty right, much. People are saying the point system is what. Yeah, people complain. The new point like, it should be based. You win and do everything. It's like, yeah, but wins help you. But if it came down to it, look at the guys that won and advanced through all of them. It's no surprise that the four of those guys with the four best that won races were then racing for the championship and Blaney was tied for fifth, but he didn't win anything. So he didn't get to go. So you can complain all you want. The guys that consistently ran good all year ran for the championship to include. Well, I mean, if you want to go back like that, then Kevin's missing like three or four championships. Well, I if you really want to be open, I, I mean, yeah, somebody I'm wants to complain about that. People, <laughs> people bark, but for everyone barking, we might not all be a fan of everything they do, but the top four best average finishes ran for the championship. So wins yeah, keeps you going, fair. but literally go down at one, two, three, four. So and then like again, I said, Blaney was tied for fourth, but Blaney didn't win anything. Yeah, people, I, just, I mean, I, I, I don't agree with necessarily all the everything about stage racing, but like, I'm not saying it necessarily did anything no, worse for the sport I've, as far I've, as that goes. Yeah, in the playoffs, I mean, think it's because if not, Kevin Harvick would probably have five yeah. or six championships. Jimmy Johnson would have just kept Jimmy Johnson. I mean, like, I, there is a degree of why they did it. I understand because there is guys that probably would have just destroyed everybody else. I get that. I just. I just don't. Kevin, like in 2020, if that was the case, let's, this is where I'll say it's fair. In 2020, had the old rules applied, Kevin could have not started the last four races of the season and still won the championship. Yeah. But everyone complains. So that's why I'm like, to a degree, I see where they brought it into yeah. play. The playoffs and all that. I mean, like, guess what? I know you have to win at all costs, but it came down to it this year. If you look at what consistency, the most consistent guys always still seem to find a way to make it. Because we've seen people win seven, eight, nine races and then still not get a championship. Well, 2020, Kevin won nine races and an all-star race. No. So technically, he won 10 races, if you really want to be honest but, about it. And he still but, didn't win it. Here we yeah. go with this again. Yeah, well, he just won't shut the hell up. But I finally got it working, and there you were. I just saw it tweak out. So, like, you know, let it keep going. But, uh, yeah, so everyone – guess what? I went to the Coke 600 one year. 
Martin led 588 of the 600 miles and it wasn't a race. Thanks for stages to throw a caution. So at least everyone went like this for a second. So it, like what? There's a chance. That's why I said that. Uh, there's a chance. Oh, wait. Uh, no, he's gone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. He said he chucked the deuces on the field. So I appreciate it just for that. I do like the move that they're allegedly looking into taking the stage cautions away from road courses because I think they need, I think they need to do that because it was either stay out for stage points or go in right before they close them. So that way everyone that stayed out for points is now behind you. And they just kept flip-flopping. That took a lot of the strategy out. Cause that was the only strategy go for stage yeah. points, go for the win. There was no in between. So if they do that, that was good. Um, but moved by Chastain, still the greatest thing ever. Stop complaining. Then it was classless way. Who the hell have you ever seen to put it into fifth gear, floored, and let go of the wheel of Bartonsville? Everyone that says it could work anywhere else, where? Chastain and Denny Hamlin you know, need like to just take a serious say, reflection they, period this offseason. They say, you know, like, like where else they could work at Loudon? How? Loudon's twice the size. It's not working that way. But, and the sport needs to just do better because I think they're, you know, I feel like they, if you'd done that at a short track, you might have got your ass beat if you're being <laughs> open about yeah. it. But Chastain, NASCAR needs to just – I'm going to move on to try to close this out because someone's angry. Yep. It's start. But, uh, now status of the sport, they just need to do better. Across the board for a lot of series, a bunch of the rules. They need to put their foot down on some things. Hopefully they get some balls. They grow a pair and actually do things. I don't think they ever would. And to close out Walter's thought, if it wasn't Kyle Larson that was getting shoved around, if 2020 never happened to Kyle Larson, pretty sure he would have swung back. He literally knows he, no matter what, he was in a lose-lose. He hit him, he's logged, but he's, yeah. there was, he was screwed by that. But again, it was a good season, lots of good racing. Congratulations to Penske. Never thought I'd say that, but... And shout out to the Gibbs family again for, you know, everything. There's, it still sucks. Yeah, And all and, the people that say that Todd Gay deserves that, just no shut one, your freaking no, mouth. No one deserves that. Um, the Derby was great. Good job, Rich Strike. Uh, Justin Marks, keep on racing, like seeing you and everything. It's a good change. We need more of that. Uh, yeah, like, and I'm still gonna do like weekly stuff, so make sure you check that out. You know, Kurt Bush is first on the list because I think he deserves it after everything. You know, Walter, I'm gonna say is Justin Marks just has to keep thunder running all these <laughs> automotive sports. It's awesome, I love it. Just keep doing it, but you know, so make sure you, you know, I'll still do audio stuff. But if you're listening to this, there's not gonna be it, yeah. It's a season end. It's a season break until racing, you know, all of it starts again. So we'll still do some audio stuff, but a lot of it's going to be on YouTube. So make sure you follow on there because everything goes there regardless if it's a minute, three minutes, an hour and 41 minutes, whatever, who's, who's counting, you know, but all of that uh, greatly appreciated. Again, follow on you know Twitter and because I share stuff, Facebook, I'd say follow Walter, but he's paranoid and doesn't have anything. And it's not paranoia when everyone's looking at you when you're looking up Clinton properties and nuclear silos, but there's a reason. It's not paranoia. That's you gave him a damn good reason to look at you. Just saying. I was always taught, make sure your brain stays a sponge. I'm just consistently learning. The more you know, yeah, but, the smarter you are. Yeah, but buddy, I don't I don't need you know, wake up to news that you stabbed yourself in the back with a knife and somehow drug it all the way up to your neck and killed yourself or you hung yourself by an extension cord from a tree and shot yourself in the chest with a shotgun simultaneously. And then there was no blood found you know, anywhere. Like, I don't 
shooting yourself in the back of the head twice. Like we don't need any of that. I like stuff the one, here. the one, the one guy that stabbed himself forty five times in the back of the head. That's lovely. Yeah. Like, like we don't Idiot. need, we don't need you getting Clinton. Is they crazy? But again, follow the YouTube channel. Make sure you're always young and share this thing out for me. Follow Twitter at Racing Rosinski. And until we meet again, my friends, peace. Peace.